Hello and welcome to the Short Stay Virtual Summit. I'm your host, as always, Elaine Watts, and my special guest today is Adam Kadu. Now, Adam is a high-level mindset and leadership coach, and he's here to have a chat with us today about how we can navigate these unusual times that we find ourselves in and come out stronger the other side. Adam, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you very much for taking the time to come and chat with us today. I absolutely love what you do and I've been following you for quite some time. So uh, this is a massive deal for me to have a chat with you. So thank you. But let's get started with you tell us a little bit about you and your background and how you got started as a coach. Absolutely. So I like to say I'm a wildly passionate entrepreneur. Um, I, I have a huge heart, my best asset. Um, and I've always been in the um, service of helping other people. And, and I've, you know, just prided myself through the years of solving problems. So um, jumping into the entrepreneur world was kind of like a given for me, even though the bumpy ride sometimes, as, as we know. So. Um, so about me, I help other entrepreneurs, specifically online entrepreneurs, to get out of their own way to kind of let go of some of the things that are holding them back, the limiting beliefs, the doubts, the fears, all the worries to let go of that so we can move forward as our best selves. Because in this world, especially now more than ever, we need more leaders in this world. And if we're constantly caught up in our own stuff and doubting ourselves and talking ourselves out of every single little action, then the world isn't getting our gifts. The world isn't getting our hearts. And yet again, we're all in this together. So we need to be able to help all each other to grow and to thrive. Uh, Because if not, the world can be a very scary place. So that's, that's what I'm here to do. That's what Uh, I'm here to do on this planet and that's my work right now. So thank you. Amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really a great philosophy that you have. And I, and I love the way that you're, you're able to support people and just give them that different perspective. So it'd be great to delve into that a little bit today and and share your message with, uh, with our watchers. So as we know, and as you mentioned, the whole world has completely changed in the last six to seven weeks. And our industry, the short stay industry, or over there, as you may call it, the vacation rental industry, has been hit really hard with forced cancellations and refunds. And it's pushing many owners providers into the most challenging times they've ever seen. And with an uncertainty around when the situation will change, along with everybody being at home, for such an extended period of time, mentally it can really take its toll. So how can we use this time to our advantage and really take a break from what is going on around us and start to come from, move out of the fear, which we probably have all felt, especially in the first weeks. Now we're kind of starting to realize yeah this is where this is the situation <laughs> we're starting to accept it how what can we do to really come out stronger the other side or at least cope with what's happening now absolutely so uh first of all great question i want to acknowledge you for uh, asking great questions to you know because that's that's a big part of the work we're here to do as um humans as, as people is to to grow and to figure out um, you know, what's, what's holding us back. So if we're asking questions like, why is this happening to me? Um, why does why did this happen? Why can't I X, Y, Z? We're going to get very, very bad answers. Your brain's going to be like, well, you did this to yourself and, you know, get in all the doubt and the, um, the guilt and, and all that stuff. So, um, great question. So first of all, this whole thing that happened, we can look at it as the worst thing in the world. And, and, and yes, you know, not downplaying it whatsoever. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's, 
you know, not good, I would say. It's, it's kind of scary for a lot of people. Um, however, for me, it's like I, I see it for what it is. And then at that moment, I choose to shift my perspective a little bit. And I'm like, okay, what can I learn from this? What can we learn from this? Um, and what's the lessons here? Each and every time I face struggles in my life or um, re resistance, I ask myself, what's the lesson? What am I supposed to learn here? Because if we don't learn our lessons, we'll continue to bang our head against the wall to where we have to, you know, work very hard to learn that lesson. But until you learn that lesson, you can't really move on. So for me, this is a great opportunity for business owners, entrepreneurs, business people to take a closer look at what's working well, what's not working well. Because I feel like um, a lot of us, we will get in this almost tunnel vision to where we're just going through our life, going through our life, um, doing business, going home. We're kind of just checking in and out. However, this literally made us stop the world. And I have a, a mentor, Jim, Jim Fortin, um, that we have as well, um, that says, when you want to change the world, you must first stop the world. So this is a great opportunity to take a pause, take a step back and, and be like, for one, is this um, where my heart is? Is this where I want to be? And for two, what's working well, what's not working well? For me, I don't like to work by uh, time circumstance. However, as Elaine and I were talking about, I, I have a new baby boy that's three and a half months old. Um, and my wife and I are working from home. And so we've made some shifts there. So my time has um, shrunk a little bit and the amount of time I can dedicate to my business. And this allowed me to see from a new perspective um, how intentional I can be in my business. Because when time opens back up, if I go back to my old habits, my old behaviors of just getting a few things done a day, um, then that's fine. However, I, I had the opportunity here to see things differently, to see that I can be very intentional and I can you know, plan and I can um, take time up front to make sure I know what I want to accomplish that week and the week after that, and the week after that, because that's one of the things that as a big vision person, I don't usually get into. So, um, you know, amazing opportunities for us to just to be real reflective and see how we're showing up in life and, and how we can show up a little bit differently. Yeah. So, so we can start to make some informed decisions really on if we're actually happy with what we were doing on a day-to-day -day basis before this happened anyway, whether that's whether you're within the, the hospitality industry or without the hospitality industry, whether it's from a personal perspective or within business, we've got that opportunity now. And I think that's a really, really good point that you make. So people who've listened to that and gone, yeah, I, yeah, that's a really good point. We can slow down, but they've still got this level of, of fear within them because of the uncertainty that's around. How could you help somebody think about things differently from a fear perspective? So we've taken a breath. We've started to think, yes, moving forwards, these are the things I want to change But maybe somebody has lost their job or their business is struggling because of these closures within the industry and within the world how can people start to move forward through that fear which can just feel encompassing yeah yeah absolutely and, and, and you nailed it that's exactly what i was going to say it's fear is not a very empowered state when it comes to growing your business if you need to run from a tiger if you need to fight something off then fear is is absolutely instrumental i mean you wouldn't survive without it so it does serve a purpose However, when we get into fear about um, the future, the uncertainty, like you said earlier, um, first of all, um, we like to think that at this moment in time, things are uncertain, but things are always uncertain. I mean, we've had different things happen. There's always, you know, I won't say always, but um, there's always different. <laughs> I'm not going to say always because it's not always, but 
there's different things that happen. There's different things that show up in life. So for us to sit here and say, uh, we're living in uncertain times, it's, it's always uncertain. Um, and, and to be okay with that um, and to just be peaceful with that. So when it comes to fear, I love this conversation. This literally is, is something that I had to move forward myself. I had to, I had to get out of this comfort zone I was in. Yeah. Um, in 2014, I, um, my wife and I moved back to our hometown of Chanute after I was you know, in a big city we moved back to this small little bitty uh, town where she wanted to start her law for her, start her law practice with her father. And at that time, um, I fell into a, a dark hole, like literally moving back, trying to sustain my business in a small community. The way I was running it was not working. So it got to a point where I started closing off, closing off, closing off more and more. And I wasn't able to expand. I wasn't able to share my energy, my heart, because I was living in fear what if this happens? What if this happens? What if I can't sell? What if I can't grow my business? What am I going to do? All these thoughts, thoughts, thoughts were overwhelming me. Yeah. And I'm sure you can experience the same thing. It's like these thoughts yeah. will just suck the energy, the life out of us to where we're incapacitated. We're unable to move forward. Yeah. And so step number one is to just notice those thoughts. Um, I ran across the quote. I don't know where I got this from. I had it on my whiteboard for years. Um, that I absolutely love that, that basically allows me to see fear for what it is. And I want to slow down here because I want to make sure that you um, see it the same way. And I would, I would also, you know, if you're taking notes, write this down. So fear is simply getting out into the future without the resources we have available to us right now. So okay. when we get into fear, when we get to the future thinking, which, you know, we're trying to predict the future and we can't predict the future. Um, but when we get out in the future in our thoughts, we don't bring our heart, we don't bring our sense of humor, we don't bring our experiences, we don't bring our connections with other people. We literally see ourselves as we can't do anything. We're, we're like you said, incapacitated. And so when you can see that as the greatest fallacy in your thinking, that when you get out in the future, you have to be able to, and I'm going to push you on this, like I, I want you to, I want you to really embody this and see this. You have to be able to play a fair game and see that you're not bringing your resources. So the next time you get out in the future and you think, what, what if this happens or what if um, this doesn't happen, see yourself as your human self, your powerful self and know, you know, I could do this. I could do that. I could reach out. I could share. I could start doing um, a podcast like, like Elaine does. I could start, you know, sharing online. I could start opening up that way. And so you're not being resourceful when you're in your thoughts. Yeah. And so step number one is to see fear for what it is um, because it's not the tiger chasing you fear. It's the future thinking fear that gets you stuck. And yet again, it has an effect on your body and it can cause uh, havoc in your body. So we definitely want to take a moment to start being peaceful in this, in this troubling time. If you can be peaceful in a troubling time, you can be peaceful anytime. So it's great practice. And so step number one is to quiet those thoughts. And just know these thoughts, 99.99999% of your thoughts are BS. They don't, and that's, that's bull crap. Okay. <laughs> um, and so they don't serve a real purpose. They're, they're just producing fear, like a psych or a physiological fear in your body, which immobilizes you. And so when you start getting out into the future in your thoughts, just be like, Oh, hold on, hold on. Is this serving a purpose right now? Is this going to help my cause? And usually 99.999 times out of 100, it's not going to serve your cause. So why are you going to go down that rabbit hole? So a big component is just being aware. When you can be aware of your thinking, where your thoughts are taking you, 
um, then you can slow down your thoughts for one, and then you can stop your thoughts. You know, Elaine and I uh, have a great um, uh, process that we've talked about inside this group we're in that, that basically allows you to slow your thinking down. And for one, you just acknowledge that, hey, look, I am not my thoughts. That means basically these thoughts are not my reality. They're just thoughts. They're just these little vibrations, these little bubbles in your mind, if you will. Um, so they really don't serve a purpose for, you know, your, your higher version of yourself and where you're going in life. So if you can remove the thoughts, slow the thoughts down and shift your attention to something that does light you up. Maybe it's a vacation you went in on the past. Maybe you have this big burning vision that you're just like, when you put your mind on that vision, you feel good, right? So in that moment, in an instant, and the game is the quicker you can get out of a disempowering state and shift into an empowering state, you're going to be able to win more in life. You're going to be able to have more fun, have more great experiences, and your business is going to reflect that good energy. But yes. if you're constantly spending days and weeks and months in this disempowered state, just in your thoughts, thinking, 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 you are not of help to you. You're not of help to your customers. You're not of help to your family. And so let's slow those down, shake them off. Even, you know, just, just jump around sometimes. You're just like, you get stuck in your thoughts. You're like, nope, I'm done. You know, moving my attention going forward. So that's, that's absolutely instrumental in this time. And, and like I said, if you can be peaceful in this time, you can be peaceful anytime. So it's great practice. That is, yeah, that's, that's an am amazing thing that's helped me so much in mm -hmm. all my life but particularly when it comes to standing out and growing a business so thank you for sharing that that's great okay so people have started to move their thoughts move their attention and starting to focus on what they can do in the now rather than those thoughts that are about the future which we don't know what's going to happen in that future so look at what can be done now look at what can be done to prepare for the other side of the lockdown so yeah, and, and just and just think for a moment just everybody take accountability i feel like at this time it's yet again um taking inventory of your life and taking accountability for what, what you've created so far um, and where you're at in life um, take a moment to really see okay how much time do i really spend in the present moment the only moment you can create anything the only moment that you really have influence over anything versus how much time do I spend in the past? Oh, I should have done things differently. I should have did the online business. I should have marketed my company different. I should have went a different path. That is just uh, adding baggage to you. And with that baggage, you cannot fly, right? And then you spend a lot of time in the future worrying about the future. Like literally take accountability, um, take inventory right now of how much time do you spend in this moment being present, looking at your surroundings, going outside, listening to the birds chirp, and all of that versus you spend time in the past or the or the present where you're you can't do anything with those with those moments right yeah. um and i i actually go to this little lake that's that's uh in our community a lot and i'll just go kind of sit in the car i'll put my feet in the grass um and that's a, a great tip if you're feeling anxious just put your feet in the grass and get grounded there's something just magical about it um and i've started seeing so many new people like spending time at this lake where they used to not spend time at this lake so Yet again, this whole thing that happened allowed people to pause and, and it's like, what's important to me? Like, what do I want to do? What makes me feel good? And it's freaking awesome. So one thing is there's going to be people that are like, I like this new kind of way of being. I like taking a little bit of time to go to the lake and look at the water and watch the geese and the ducks and things like that. 
and they're going to um, bring this into their life. But there's also a group of people that as soon as things kind of go back to normal, which I, I think we all know that there is no, there is no normal right yep. now. Uh, we, don't, we don't know how we don't know what be. the new normal is but yeah no absolutely. i get your point we're still, we're still figuring that out uh, there's going to be people that fall right back into their same patterns to where they're tunnel vision they're on autopilot they're checking in checking out every single day they're worrying about this worrying about that and they're not present so yet again i really feel like um i won't say this thing happened for a reason because i don't want people to be like there's no no reason for this like this shouldn't, this shouldn't happen however i look for the silver lining the good and everything and this gives us a chance to pause and to look and to sharpen our skills and to really tap into this moment. Because when you have an expansion of time, when we get shake up and get out of the old routine, it gives us an opportunity to see things differently. So that's, so that's huge. So I, I wanted to share that as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I know that another thing that's that you, you mentioned there is is looking at what can actually be done honing our skills was something you said which i think is really really important if if you have had the opportunity or you're now starting to think about is this what i want to be doing with my life do i want to be doing the speed at which i've been doing my life or do i want to enjoy it the way that we have been now and it is something that we've noticed more now we're able to enjoy more and we might come out the other side and think actually we want to do things differently which I think is absolutely amazing but there are things as in honing skills that we can do for later that's going to help our businesses and I, I know something that you are very skilled is in is online visibility and bringing more eyes onto your business can you share a bit around what it is that has worked so well for you and, and your clients around visibility that, that we could maybe start understanding and putting into practice now for, for when things come to this new normal that <laughs> we just talked about? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Thank you. great question. Um, so I see yet again, a, a good opportunity. There's a lot more eyeballs that have been online recently. And I think that um, people are starting to see the value of, of training other people of online, of coaching, of being supportive, of helping. They're seeing social media as like a place to really grow their business. I mean, you know, God forbid if something like this happens again, you do want to be able to um, not have to, like I said earlier, you don't want to have to learn the same lessons over and over and over. So if you have, um, you know, a component to your business to where it's, even if it's online marketing, even if it's a social media account, you can still be resourceful with these communities. And if you have something else that you want to share, say, or sell online versus just if it's direct to B to be um, offline, you have an opportunity to, to capitalize on that. Um, and so for me, one of the best things you can do, and this goes against a lot of the, um, the, the marketing talk that we hear is to be a little bit edgy, a little bit polarizing, because if you're just repeating the same things that everybody else is repeating, it kind of falls on deaf ears a little bit. But if you can help people to, you know, just like we're doing here, it's like, I'm going against the grain a little bit. I'm saying, look, uh, everybody's like, this is bad. This is bad. And I'm like, look, there's, there's, there's positive that we can pull out of this. That's kind of polarizing. That's, that's a little edgy. Right. Um, and I'm not doing that for a reason. That's where my heart really is. But if you can share with your audience, um, just a different perspective and not just to be a butthead or to rough some feathers but if you see things differently and you feel like people are just falling in line and, and um you know just kind of like yet again just going through life going through the motions if you're the one who can shift that belief or that thought pattern or that way of being for them they'll automatically see you as the expert they'll see you as man they're seeing things differently i, I want to continue to know what they know i want to see what else they come up with um, so that's a great opportunity for you to stand out because 
going back to psychology and, and, you know, there's big psychology when it comes to fear and things like that. But um, what stands out in our minds is when things are new, unique, or different. So if you're just saying, we got a special offer here, we got a special offer here. This is what we're doing today. This is the special of the day. You know, that's going to continue to fall on deaf ears and, and more and more as more people come online. Um, however, if you do something new, different or unique, it stands out in people's minds. And I'm not asking you to do anything that's outside of kind of like your values and things like that. Uh, but I am asking you to like, look and see what's broken about the industry, what can be improved, what can be uh, shook up a little bit, and be a, a leader in that aspect to where that's something that you talk about more and more. And I think a big thing that um, people online fall into, I fell into this line, uh, this, um, this uh, trap off the start too, was I felt like each and every post, each and everything that I said had to be something different. And that's like a big fallacy uh, because you actually want to repeat yourself a little bit, a little bit here, a little bit there. So people know what you stand for. You're kind of like programming people's minds to like know uh, what you want them to think when they think about you. And so don't fall into the trap of like, man, I don't have anything to say because we, we all have stuff to say. Uh, we all have stuff to say. So it's just like be able to uh, hone in and identify like three to five core pillars that you want to stand for. Something that just kind of like is important to you in your business and possibly in your life as well. And if there is kind of um, a direct link between your, you and your business, if it's not just the business is the online presence, but also you're in there as well, which I think is huge um, because we love stories. We love to connect with people and sometimes businesses, yes, you can brand them. There's some huge businesses, but when there's a personality or a heart behind the business, I mean, people just connect with that a little bit more and you're able to draw them in. So share freely, share your stories, share what you're up to, share the things that are concerning to you because the things that are concerning to you are usually the things that are concerning to other people. And when you can have your audience just sit there and think like she or he knows me, they know me, like they know me, like they know what's going on in my head, you've got them, you've got them captivated. And then at that point, it's just being, um, um, I guess, strategic for lack of a better word of like how you present offers because you want people to feel like they're getting one over on you. It's like, I'm getting a great deal here, but you don't want to be a discount club, right? You don't want to just have a discount here, discount there, because two things happen. One, people see you as lesser than value, lesser than um, the value that you really are. And two, um, they come to expect discounts from you. So it's like, they'll kind of like wait and they'll like wait for the discount, things like that. You don't want to train people to do that. So, so yeah, threw a lot at you there, but Namely, be a little bit edgy, stand out, be different, be unique, be you, um, tell your story, and also just, just uh, you kind of think through your sales process because you uh, just, <laughs> I, I could keep going all day. I'll just end on this note, but. No, do um, it. It's I, great. <laughs> I, I love, I love, I just love marketing and, and all that. So as you see like movie launches, right? It's like they start teasing off the start. They start teasing a little bit here and there, teasing a little bit there and here and there. All of a sudden, you see that movie <clears throat> everywhere. It's like before it uh, launches the, the next couple of weeks. So if you have something exciting going on, <clears throat> excuse me, build up that excitement, build up the curiosity, plant little seeds off the start, like even months in advance if you have some cool stuff going on because people love to like um, complete the circle, if you will. So if it's like if you open a loop in somebody's mind, they want to know what's happening next. So it's like, yeah, just yet again, take some time up front to know what's ahead for you plant some seeds, get people excited, share the date, 
um, at that point, just like build more, more and more momentum, more and more excitement, more and more, um, you know, thrill leading up to it. Because at that point, people are usually sold before, you know, it's like, we, we don't even know much about the movie, but it's so good of entertaining us up front, exciting us that it's like, uh, I'm, I'm there. Like, I don't know, like, this isn't, this isn't my type of movie, but I'm, I'm sold. So. <laughs> but I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I can't wait. So that's, that's, that's fun and uh, effective as well. That's, that's, a, that's a really good way to do things. And especially if, if I were to think about how holiday homeowners could apply that, even in these weird times now, you could still do a build-up to a competition for a voucher to spend later when the things yeah. come back to normal. So you can still do that build-up, even though somebody watching might be thinking, well, I can't do that now because I, I can't open my doors. Again, it's like Adam said, thinking slightly differently and, and maybe looking at ways that you could do things. So, so yes, build up to a competition. Who doesn't want to win a, a voucher to come and stay? Because yeah. who doesn't want to leave the house at the moment? Everybody's yeah. desperate for that. So, so that's a really good way of, uh, of sharing that. Thank you so much, Adam. That's absolutely yeah. brilliant. And you can, yeah, you can definitely build up a lot of engagement too, which as you know, engagement is kind of like uh, big value online because we've got these algorithms working with this. So if you get a lot of engagement on your Facebook or Instagram or things like that, then your, your posts are going to start reaching a lot more people. And uh, also there's social proof about that too. If, if somebody sees your post and they see, well, 200 people like this, it's automatically like, what, what is this? You know, so, yeah. um, so that's important to, to get that engagement. And that's one great way to do that. Like, yeah, like you said, so. Amazing. Thanks, Adam. That's really, really good tips there. And, and I guess if you are unsure what to post, but you want to post which has over 200 likes on it or has a load of engagement on it, just have a look at what everybody else is doing. See what has been liked in the past and draw, draw on that and emulate what's being done. That's what we've, we historically do, isn't it, as, as marketers? Yeah, um, we just learn what, what works by looking at what is working <laughs> around and out there. So thank yeah. you for that. That's absolutely brilliant. All right, so let's, let's have a look at people are at home. How, how could you help people with their mindset around struggling with being at home and maybe away from, from friends and family? How would you, do you say that people can handle that better? <laughs> yeah. And so this is, this is a great, yet again, a great question. And this is one of the things that <clears throat> has probably been the, the toughest for me is, is I'm a people person. I like being around other people. Um, and so definitely just connecting more with people online and just, um, and not even just from a business standpoint, but just connecting with people. It's like, we've had, um, calls with our families and different things. And, um, and I've, I've definitely just take, taken the extra time to reconnect to some old customers, just check in with some people. So that's a great way just to continue to connect with people. Um, and the biggest thing for me is like, I, I know we're locked down, uh, but it's like, get out, get out of the house a little bit. It's just literally, like I said earlier, if you can, go drive to the lakeside or just go, you know, just drive in the country or just go to see some pretty scenery. If you um, feel confined in your environment, um, yet again, that's that, that's that, um, you know, limiting energy that you're not able to like really be your best self. Um, get outside a little bit, put your feet in the grass, go stare at the trees for a little bit, go feel the sun on your body. Um, just recharge because being out in the elements, um, being out in nature, connecting with nature is a great way just to, to ground yourself because uh, you know, trust me, it's like, if I um, didn't have that practice, I, I really feel like uh, there was some tension kind of building a little bit, just kind of in my body and things like that. And I feel like um, 
almost unconsciously, I was picking up on a lot of other people's energies in, in the world right now as, as, a, as a big empath. Um, so that's absolutely instrumental. I go on a walk every single day. Um, I'll play with the dog a little bit and just put my, put my feet in the grass. Um, and another thing, if you do have like you um, have kind of some energy, some icky kind of feeling energy, uh, I, I like to use um, uh, like Epsom salts, just kind of like when I wash my body off, I'll actually like wash the salts because it actually picks up these negative ions and kind of removes them from your body a little bit. So there's a lot of different ways to do self-care while we're in this environment. Um, and you might practice some meditation. It's like you, I'm sure you've heard that time and time again. And, and, and trust me, when I heard that, I was like, I don't have time or I don't want to be sitting still and things like that. But when you can reset your nervous system, because uh, when you get kind of nervous and anxious, your, your nervous system is actually like um, a little bit more um, touchy, if you will. And when you can just calm yourself down, like center yourself, take some deep breaths, relax your mind because your mind is feeding into your body. And if you're anxious in your body, it's feeding into your mind. So you want to interrupt that, uh, that pattern, that loop. So take some time to breathe, go to a spot that's a little secluded for you, put on some headphones if you want to put on some um, binaural beat music uh, on YouTube or something like that. And just, just be, just zone out for a little bit. And because I know um, coming from an entrepreneur early on in my entrepreneur career, I was working from a place of fear, doubt and scarcity. I was like, I hope this works. I hope people get it. I hope this resonates. I hope I can grow my business. And when working from that person, that being back then, what kind of results do you think I was getting? Do you think I was getting some awesome, expansive results? <laughs> no, maybe not. <laughs> I get, yes, I was getting, uh, you know, when you work from fear, doubt and scarcity, you get scarce results. Um, so check in with yourself and, and start being expansive again and, and really feel your energy, your body expanding, um, you know, do some jumping jacks, like I said earlier, to get that blood flowing a little bit, get excited. And then that's when you dive into work. If you're uh, waking up each and every day, just diving into your computer, you've got all the stresses of yesterday that you're still carrying with you. That's just compounding. And you're not going to be able to think clearly. You're not going to be able to make effective decisions with that kind of energy. So reset it each and every day, each and every morning is, is a great time. And then if you get anxious in the afternoon, reset it again, take a minute, take a pause, go um, ask your significant other or um, a friend uh, at a distance, go play some Frisbee. You can stay 30 yards apart playing some Frisbee there. Yeah. So there's tons of different ways to, to kind of shake free from, from the energy of being cooped up um, in your home or, or your environment. Yeah, so it's back to, to self-care, which can sort of get forgotten, can't it? And I, I think because we did have such busy lives before this, that self-care was maybe really low down on the list. So to, to draw out some information from you about what self-care looks like and, and putting yeah. ourselves and our mental health and first and foremost and just taking those breaks because, because we're working from home, there's not the usual rules why not yeah. take a break? Why not yeah. change the way that you work on a day-to-day -day basis? Why not get up and go for a walk around? Why not blast some music and make yourself feel better? There you go. Back to your desk. Yeah. Change <laughs> the way that. you feel. Yeah. yeah. I, and I, and yet, go ahead. Okay. Oh, no. Uh, go ahead, actually. I'll, I'll finish I, after you. Uh, yeah. I was, I was just going to say, you know, I've learned that with um, having you as, a, as one of my most important mentors and, and Jim Fortin and the group that that we are both in it's mm. so, been so amazing just to to remember about myself <laughs> and I think that's what people do if you forget about yourself you're so focused on producing and making sure that you you've put something out or you've 
put a guest into a property, you, you've cared for them. Um, yeah, you, you do. You forget about yourself. And, uh, and we're kind of quite important in our lives. <laughs> Very well said. No kidding. You've got to remember that. So. Yeah, we're, we're an integral part in our business. If we're not well, then our business won't be well. So yeah. um, what I was, was going to say is I, I like to say, um, especially, you know, I'm so glad you brought up the whole fear conversation earlier. And, and I want to circle back to that because I don't yes. want to just pay lip service to it and just say, Hey, look, you know, uh, move your attention and, um, and, and keep going things like that. Cause I know a lot of people are like, I don't think that's going to work for me. Like, you don't understand. I got these bills coming in, like my business is shut down, um, and all this thing. So, um, so I can get a sense that there's probably a lot of you on this call that, uh, each and every morning, it's almost like that fear kicks in and you're like, I've got to, I've got to do, I've got to do, I've got to do, I've got to produce, I've got to produce. And for me, it's like, when you do, 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 you get stuck in the do, do. And then you're not intentional. You're not um, really being effective in taking the actions that will compel and drive your business forward. You're not seeing things clearly, right? You're just like putting out fires and just like all over the place. Um, and so when you're stuck in the do, 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 then you aren't actually um, being the cause of your life. You are being at the effect. You're just keeping up with things. But you have an opportunity to, to set back for a minute, to pause. And to see things and like, am I being effective in my business? You know, what's one thing I can let go of today that will help me to stay in my zone of genius and do the things that I need to do? You know, we feel compelled as entrepreneurs, business owners sometimes to uh, carry the load ourselves. But yeah. there's uh, so many different resources. I mean, I have different um, virtual assistants that I, that I work with online that, you know, charge me four or five bucks an hour that I can get some, some tasks off my plate. And yes, I'm a big component of, of kind of keeping work local. However, off the start of my business, that wasn't viable for me. I couldn't pay somebody $10 an hour to take on tasks. So if there's certain things that you're doing over and over and over again, and you're like, oh, that just sucks the life out of me, mm. you know, delegate those. So the three D's that I like to talk about is to either delegate it, to either do it, but also be, make sure you're being and not just doing, doing, doing or delete it. Like there's some things that we don't even really need to do. Like, do we really even need to do that? Yeah. Um, so take, uh, you know, yet again, um, accountability, take a close look, take inventory of the things you're doing, start looking at your time a little bit more closely because it's a valuable, precious resource and ask yourself, is this my zone of genius? And if the answer is no, how can you delete it, delegate it, um, or have somebody else do it? Yeah. Delegate that thing. So um, so this will free you up from a lot of the pressure, the overwhelm of feeling need, you need to do this yourself. And also, um, you know, as, as Elaine and I um, have been taught from our mentor, Jim, that we've mentioned a few times, you know, he talks about this whole model of be, do, have. Yeah. Who do I need to be to do the actions in a way that gets the results I'm after? Most people work from either do, have, be. It's like, if I do this and if I do all that, and if I hustle, 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 then I'll have the money and then I can relax a little bit. I can hire some help. I can do all the things or they work from have, do, be. It's like, if I have the money up front, if I have this, have that, then I can do the things this way. And then I can, you know, um, be a little bit more relaxed and, and take some time to meditate like Adam said. Um, but, but that's backwards. That's working backwards. And if you continue to work from that backwards place, You'll continue to get the results that you're, you've always got or less results. And mm -hmm. so really take a moment each and every day. Who do I need to be in my relationships? Who do I need to be in my business? And who do I need to be in my life overall? And then choose to be that person. It might be courageous. And, and at this point, you're like, how am I supposed to be courageous 
with all this fear. Courageous is actually moving forward in spite of fear. So you might make that phone call that you've been dreading and you'll find that in doing so, you get a little, um, almost like uh, on video games, you get a little uh, extra juice or whatever, you get an extra life, you get bumped up, you feel good. So when you can move forward despite the fear and just take that action, two things happen. One, you get that thing done, it's, it's off your body a little bit. And two, in your mind's eye, you start seeing yourself as the being, as the person who's doing the things in a way that gets the results you're after. So you get a chance to shift the tables, to turn the tables and, and not work by circumstance. Because when you work by, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough energy, um, I don't have enough money, that's a very disempowering place to work from. Yeah. And so shift back to who do I need to be today? Because that, you know, talk about uncertainty. This is the thing that we can be certain about is how we show up. Yes, it takes reprogramming how we see ourselves and reprogramming from a habitual level, your habits. If you're not used to showing up and being courageous and making those phone calls, each and every time you do, it's a vote of confidence for yourself that shows you, I am that person deep down inside, but it takes you being courageous first. So that might be your new way of being here is courageous. You know, if I was 100% courageous right now, what actions would I take? What would I do? Who would I be at that point? And then work from that context, and I promise you everything, this whole game changes. Everything changes. Yeah, most definitely. I, I love the way you, you've really described that because it is, it's, it's, a, it's a shift in thinking because we are set in those have-to-be ways. Yeah, or, absolutely. And it is hard to, to realize, first of all, that that's actually what's occurring. That's the hard bit is yeah. realizing. But actually doing something about it, if you can take the steps that Adam's described and decide how you want to feel, then that can be absolutely huge because then you be the person that helps you feel the way that you want to feel which adam as i said perfectly described thank you adam for taking the time to come and talk to me today come and discuss all of these what are crucial points to to get us through what's a very very unusual time and and not just now but the things that you've shared are tools for for life not just for for now but to implement now perfect timing <laughs> if we're going to implement something new now's the time to, to <laughs> do it we've got the time haven't we hey? yeah absolutely okay sure. amazing um before we go if somebody would like to get in touch with you adam learn some more from you what is the best way for them to do that Sure. Um, I love, I love Instagram these days. I love doing stories just behind the scenes and I, I actually just make some funny videos on there sometimes. So, um, you can look me up, Adam Kadu. That's my username and, and that's spelled K-I-D-D-O-O. -O. So two D's, two O's. Amazing. Also, I'm, I'm on Facebook as well. Uh, send me a friend request. If you want uh, more of this, I'm posting on my personal profile a lot and my business page. So yeah, look me up there as well. I, I, I'm always happy to connect with business people, entrepreneurs, just like-minded people that are um, up to big things. One of my highest values is growth. So if you're interested in growth, then yeah, let's, let's connect for sure. Yeah, most definitely. I highly recommend following Adam. And you, well, you know from what he shared today, but yeah, he, he's 
just a positive influence to have in your social media life in amongst what can be quite a dire social media uh, scrolling at the moment if you can just see that bit of Adam positivity going through your day is <laughs> going to get much better <laughs> I appreciate that <laughs> no problem all right thank you Adam it's, it's been an absolute pleasure to, to have you join me today I very much appreciate the time and uh, I hopefully I'll get to see you again very soon Absolutely. cheers all yeah, right you too. Thank you. have a great day bye for now bye